This is Frankie Shannon. You're listening to Talking Schmidt. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Oui, hi. This is Jason. Jesse, how are you? Cool. Okay, bye. Oui, hi. Jason here. Jesse. Um, I had a couple questions, but I fully forgot what they were. So I just wanted to let you know to have a really good day and have a great life. I love you. Have you ever been to the Kibitz room? It's Jason. I'm calling to talk in Schmidt. Lee from Creature. Have you ever been to the Kibitz room? And do you miss Moist Brinman? He's one of my best friends. He's Jewish and Chinese, and he really was really respectful to a lot of people and really funny. And he worked in NHS too before. And I just want to tell you I love you. Hi, Lee. It's Jason. Um, last couple questions, I probably sounded like I was off my ass drunk, but I wasn't. I was just acting weird. Anyways, do you ever act weird in NHS when you go to work? Hi, Lee. It's Jason. This is Jesse again. I keep calling and leaving messages on your machine, but you never call me back, so call me back one day. Hi, Lee. Jay, Jesse here. Let's do stuff together again. Please. Uh, next up on the show is my dad, Lee Tyrone. Let the old cars right here. Oh, big dogs in. Smitty! What do you think, Smitty? He could just pull shit off. Talk to Schmidt. He's so fucking busy. Shit my pants, lad. Yeah, roll the decks, it's fucking deep. Are you ready? Come on, Smith. I'm here for Greg Smith. Yeah! Guess what, guys? You bet. I did it again. Take two. Check, check. Is this on? Is this on? I, hey, uh, if there's a headphone company out there, I need some. So, yeah, um, that could be a first sponsor here. But we are live. Good morning, Santa Cruz, California. <laughs> We're here with none other than my bro, Lee Sharon. What is up, Josh? Dude, the commute to get to, to this studio was heavy for you, yeah? It was pretty big. as my shed, my brand new man shed cave-ness. We're in a little, uh, well, it's actually gigantic. It's his dad's mansion, but it's in the backyard, and it is this really cool studio. It looks like a bunk bed where they took the bottom bunk out and then just put like a whole art studio in here. Sex den. Yeah, it's probably like 5,000 square feet. Easily. <laughs> Easily. Made of stone. <laughs> it's pretty sick. Yeah. What's up, um, Josh? I'm just... Down here. Here we Cru- are. Cruising the 831. All right. Plur, plur. Plur. Uh, yeah, thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for spending your Sunday morning with me. I can't believe that you let me on the show. Well, I've been trying to get you, but there's been some weird negotiations with your people and my people. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got me. Yeah. Here so we are. Here we are. Um, I heard you grew up in Antioch, but that's not the case. Uh I guess in a way I did grow up there. I did a lot of LSD there. Oh. So that was my, my big grow up. But uh, my kid grew up was in Hayward in a place called Schaefer Park. Um, pretty sick little place. But um, Till what age? Till I was about 13 years old. The most killer time to have to move. And you met J.J. Rogers there? No, I saw him skate there. Oh. With my, uh, I was best friends with this kid, Steve Cassetta, this Mormon kid. Ooh. Uh, and his brother's name. Shout out to the Mormons. Shout out. What up, Mormons? (laughs) Uh, His brother's name was Mike, Mike Cassetta. Those are the guys that probably made me start skateboarding because they were so rad. 
Right. Like cool hairdos, uh, teal shirts, uh-huh. badass limpies, pants and shit, you know? Jimmy Z berets? Yeah. Of course. For sure. Goddamn Jimmy Z beret. Um, and so what? you started skating in Hayward then? I skated a little bit in Hayward, but I really started skating after I moved because the kids that I met out there were more... I met, I ended up hanging out with dudes who skated. When you moved to Brentwood? When I moved to Brentwood, yeah. So what was... Do you remember your first board? It was a Mike Vallely. Ooh, all right, the elephant in the room. <laughs> no pun intended, Mike. <laughs> True story. Yeah, wow. True fucking so, story. Shout out to Mike Vallely. Huge Shout out, Mike. listener. Shout, Shout out. Um, Let's just get into the Mike V story right out of the We're going to do that right now. Can we do it? For my origin story straight yeah. to Mike V. Nah, we'll save this, but people tune in. We're going to have a commercial break later, <laughs> but don't leave. Are you still doing the Black Tux? Come back. Commercials? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> wow. First board, Mike V. That threw me for a loop. That, I know. It's a true story. Huh. Yeah. I told that story the morning that that happened. What too. board? Which? Was it a Powell? The yeah. elef- was Powell, it the it was elephant? elephant. Yeah. Unbelievable. You can't write this shit, kids. Uh, Who are the local rippers in Brentwood? And how come it's not called Sharon Land? How come they call it Duffel Land? What the fuck? You know what it really is? is Wade Land. Yeah. Because he's from Clayton. and, And Clayton was like, wait, did we talk about the dock again? We, we should talk about the doc again. Because, because Wade killed the doc. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. he was from Clayton. And I mean, there was a ton of kids that ripped where I was from. This kid, Brian Milland. I mean, no, all these kids were like never. There was never a dude that made it out of Brentwood or Antioch, you know. Um, but Wade was like the guy who had who was already pro and fucking killing it. And he right. was kind of the guy, you know. He was kind of the guy in every state, right? every city, <laughs> but especially yeah. the one he lived in. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay. 100%. Well, um, yeah, that brings us to the skate park out there was the dock. And we used to go out there a lot because it was indoors. And so if it was raining, think maybe the grind was going on. Maybe, but nah, it was after or before. It was something. after. Okay, right. It was after. Grind was first. But the number one attraction, at least if you ask Upson and Drahobel, would be Women Night, which was... Any girl could come and skate for free. Whoop, whoop. So that was like, all right, we're going. And uh, yeah, that's where you skated there. No, you had already moved out. I'd already moved. Yeah, I moved here on my 18th birthday. But the spine ramp should have been called spy, Spiner. Spiner. <laughs> spiner. Spiner. Wade Spiner. Wade Spiner. Yeah. I um, No, it was crazy because I moved because that place fucking sucks. Brentwood is terrible place oh moved here because in socal brentwood's cool brentwood's tight that's where marilyn yeah. monroe lived get a goddamn beverly <laughs> yeah. hills catch a go shopping i don't yeah. know what you do down there but yeah it was funny that i'd have to in reverse be driving back to the dock from santa cruz when it was open because we would just go i actually drove from here we went with um some adrenaline dudes there the night that that van got shot oh remember the night that you van were there shot? I was there. I was there. I was there too. Phil Shao. Yeah. I, I was with Phil and somebody, but Jake and Coco and them, Mickey were in a van. They right. were driving back to SF and some probably flashed them the one eight or something. <sighs> and then was I boom. The, I was with that. Uh, what was that camera? This is why I'm terrible for the show. Uh, Dan Wolf was there. No, it was an adrenaline dude. And he, oh, 
Who ripped? Uh, well, there was Antonius Dincho, yeah. a.k.a. Toad. We yep. had Chris Sen. Yep. We had Hansi Driscoll. Hansi Driscoll. I sat yeah. in the back with Hansi Driscoll <laughs> okay. and was like, this dude's so sick. Like, we just were hanging. Was Kirby Did there? you guys do acid together? No. Oh. Uh-uh. Okay. We met, I met Hansi that night. Wow. Was sick. And then we heard that that van got shot up after that. So true or false, you moved to Santa Cruz to do acid in a better city than where you <laughs> live? What was the story? <laughs> I guess... That's true. Wow. I guess that's true. I um, <laughs> I used to do a lot of acid here when I lived in Brentwood. We'd go surfing and go skating and do acid and stay up all night and whatever. Um, and I was like, man, when I get when I can move, I'm going. I'm going to Santa Cruz, man. It'd be so sick. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess it was sick. Like in the mountains or like coastal? like at the beach. Oh. You know, because back then it was so different. It wasn't like so expensive, and there was tons of like partying and trashy kids everywhere you could do whatever you wanted yeah. you could really party here if you wanted to get loose before the dot commerce moved in that was the time you know like yeah mid 90s best i seen that movie. the movie yeah it's cool. pretty sick i wasn't did you see me in it no that was about santa cruz really yeah i saw chico brennan's oh in the movie yeah oh weird yeah, yeah he lived here <laughs> <laughs> well how many times do you think you've taken acid then in your career as a is this gonna be the being? this gonna be the bulk of this interview? Is about no, acid? no, no. We got so don't worry about that. Is there a lot of stuff? Yeah, we're gonna cover. Oh yeah. What would you say to somebody? How I want to. You want me it? to co-pilot you through some you, acid yeah, today? Yeah. Let's go down. We'll get some acid. Uh-huh. No, I can't even deal with it anymore. Like no, you know, I like, can't deal with it. The time investment is just too insane. You well, know? and my mind is already on acid without the acid. Oh, you got pre-acid. Yeah. Well, I have this thing called anxiety. So, oh. Yeah. It's fucking <laughs> you too, way huh? worse than acid. <laughs> but uh, no, like what would a tip be? Would you like, Can you, should you start slowly and like half a hit? How do you do it? Do you, you just know, go I, all the way in and know. fry your balls off? Or I'm like, just like, hey, strap in there because it's going to take a while. Eight you know, to nine that's, hours I guess easy. That, that's my biggest thing is like, don't clear your schedule. Right. Don't be like, hey, in a couple hours, I got to go to the DMV, you know. Were you one of these people that surround yourself with, like, I got to make sure I got a co-pilot, like some safety? Or were you like, fuck it, whatever happens, I'm good. I've so. <laughs> God damn it. We're talking acid here on Talking Schmidt. I listened to all the other episodes and none of them were like, so you're going to take acid. <sighs> okay. So what I would say is get some friends that you like. None that you have any weirds. They have to be cool dudes. Yep. Or girls. Uh-huh. Go to a cool place and just don't have anything else to do. Right. And uh, don't be dumb. Okay. Which maybe you could carry through your entire life. Just don't be dumb. Don't be dumb is always a good advice. I mean, I can't say that I've always followed that. but. Out of, so let's just say for shits and giggles a hundred times that you did acid... In, in that first, with how many percentage was Are my the, kids gonna listen to this? I don't know. I hope I'm not, not even gonna tell them what a podcast is. Now. What's a bad trip percentage for you? Oh, not very much. Or else I probably would have done less acid. Yeah, right. 
But has, has was there ever one that was like, whoa? I mean, if we're going to go full disclosure, it was like, I would also be going to like, you know, rave scenes in the mid 90s and like, that's taking more than acid. That was my shit. Right? Ecstasy. Get the fuck out I of swear. Here. Are we talking shit real now? Yeah, we're, we're talking, talking real. Felper says if you didn't take acid at least once in your life, you're cut. He's that's, right. In that's a way. It, like, that's his rule. Acid. Acid, yeah. <laughs> Well, that gets us to our next question. Yeah, let's talk about Jay it. Hal. <laughs> Jay Hal. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, let's go to a cranny question. Oh, yeah. So, a cranny uh, question. Woo. Big shout out to Cran Man. Shout out. Dosing, you know? <laughs> Fuck. We're naturally um, Cranny just texted in and he said, What's your favorite kind of whippet? The rooster or the cracker? Probably my go to if I'm going to buy something like that. Is I go for the more more sensuous packaging. I want to see it look like a some kind of sexual charge that I'm going to get out of it. Like the rhino. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Not that I even know what a whip it is. Yeah. You know what I mean. Mm, same. Because I'm I'm vegan. Aren't those made of cheese? What are those made out of? They're gluten free. When did you move to the Bay Area? 1969. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you popped on out of there? there was, popped on in. There was a city that was climate best by government test. My mom said, this is the perfect place to have you. Shout out to Redwood City. Yay! 650. Wow. Shout out. But how many times have you hit your head in your life? Only twice. Did you ever have a concussion? <laughs> <laughs> Schmitty, you're good at this yeah well i did my research and Man. i found out that before creature you were working at this zine <laughs> talk about those days huh oh man well uh i was i happen to be working at this place wait can we go a little bit back sure slightly back yeah how far back have you seen that movie mid 90s mm-hmm. okay i was watching that movie oh and uh there was this time here where there like really wasn't a ton of shitty jobs. There's only about three shitty jobs that you could get so that you could have this shitty job and still be able to sort of party and go skating. Mm-hmm. And one of those jobs was at this vitamin factory in Scotts Valley called Threshold. And I, uh, it was like anybody could get a job there. You know, that was the cool thing about it. It was oh. like, oh, they get the tweakers, whatever. Yeah. Just go up there, get a job, take the bus, whatever, you know. So I got a job there. Uh, this company moved in down the street. They put a mini ramp in their parking lot, and it was Sessions back oh. in Scotts Valley. Right. Right? So I'm like, oh, fuck, I have to work there. Like, I want to go skate that ramp. That ramp looks fucking sick. Yeah. So I, uh, I went over there and got a job in the mail order. I was selling, like, punk rock T-shirts. At Sessions. At Sessions. Uh, what year was that? I don't know, movie mid-90s. Yeah, it was like 96, 5? 95.5. The rocker. The eagle. (laughs) Uh, So I was working there, and this guy that I work next to, his name was Jonathan Hay, and he was like a, I don't know, just like a skater, liked to fall down on a skateboard, was kind of psycho. Like He's like, dude, we should make a zine. And he had this other friend, Davood, who was going to college at UCSC. And that guy was like, we should make a zine. Mm -hmm. At the time, I didn't know anything about anything. And I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. So so we made a zine. 
Concussion so Magazine. You're a OG concussion. Yeah. You I, you and DeVoot started it together with me, that other guy? Well, most, I mean, in the beginning, it started out as sort of me and Jonathan, because Jonathan, I just hung out <laughs> with him more. And then I went to Europe, I think, and I came back. I missed maybe issue three or something, or four, and came back, and those guys were still doing it. And I was like, holy shit, you guys are still doing it. Like, let's do it. And, uh, yeah, we would go to this house on the West side and make this magazine and it kind of kept going. DeVoot ended up moving to Richmond, um, but never magazine. Okay. It's the worst idea. Like if we want to talk about what to do, if you're going to do acid and we could come back and say what to do, if you're going to do a zine, I just don't. It's what about do acid and then make a zine? Oh my. Boo. Yeah. Did you work there till the bitter end? I mean, the end? Well, you may, I don't know if you knew or not. We killed the magazine one time in the editorial rant. We were like, last issue, but we were just kidding, which is another, like the dumbest thing you could do. Because oh. people, you know, people were always kind of offended by Davood's rants in the intro of the mag because he would talk shit about somebody or say some bad shit. So we were like, hey, guys, we get it. We're the worst. We quit. Oh. But we were just kidding. But but lost in tech, <laughs> lost in texlation. When you're, uh, when you're, when people are selling ads to people, it's kind of the worst joke you can make. Oh, so, so yeah, I would say bitter end. I went, I was there through many. I was kind of like the Switzerland in that situation. Was that the one where it was like low card uh, took all our ads and we can't do it anymore, or was that the one after that? Um, I think. Well, Brendan Klein got it. Brendan oh. Klein took over concussion oh. with Brooks Fitz. They did it for a couple issues, too, Oh, after that, because we were just like, none of us, you know, Davood was over it, I was kind of over it, Jonathan was kind of over it, he was traveling, um, shout out to Confusion Magazine, Jonathan Hayes Magazine. Shout out. Confusion? Is Jonathan Hayes Magazine. Was that after Confusion Skateboards? No. Oh. That was before? That was Concussion Magazine, and then he made a European magazine that oh. was Confusion. Fuck, now I'm really confused. Right? It's fucking confusing. Because Phil wrote for, rode for confusion when I first met him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. T- was that with a Z? Yeah, it's kind of like this guy in uh, Pennsylvania has a podcast called Talking Schmidt, but he's... <laughs> But he said, calls it talking Schmidt with IDT. So I think we're good. Are you guys and good? His thing's all about sports. So we have a disclaimer. I can only talk about sports for five minutes per episode. What's the worst thing about doing a podcast? Driving to Santa Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. No, um, like a huge shed. Oh, y- you want to know, really? Yeah. Shout out to my good friends that are too cool to do Shout it. Shout out. Oh, yeah. No way. Oh, yeah. Is it? Or like, not ready yet. Not ready what yet. What does that mean? Like, am I? do I got to find myself before I can find my friend? I was like, I'm ready. Yeah, well, whoa, text from Pat Duffy. Shout whoa. out to Pat Duffy. Shout out. Damn, Pat Duffy. From fucking, where is he? Finland or something. Getting back to... Um, Talking Schmidt here. What's up, Schmidt heads? True or false? You named your son after Muhammad Ali. <laughs> Not true. Cassius Clay? Not true. But uh, he gets that all the time. His name is Cassius. Oh. Yeah. I also call him. Is young. his middle name Money? No. He, cash Money would be tight. No, that would be funny. Master yeah. P Ooh. would be hyped on that. No, mm-hmm. he's um, he's just uh, he's just named Cassius. I like weirdly had had no reason for it. Like my wife was into it. And I was into it. I like it. 
but he gets that all the time. He's really cool about hearing that. As someone named Greg Smith, <laughs> I, I appreciate Cassius. Thank you, Greg Smith. Yeah, don't even get me started. Um, so how did Creature happen? How did you, did you go straight from concussion to Creature? Or was there some more acid years or what? No, I don't think there was a ton of acid in there. But I, I still did concussion for a while after I was doing Creature. Oh. And actually, there was one time that David was like, oh, we're going to do a Creature issue. And I felt so weird about it because I was like, oh, I kind of, it's kind of doing that. Like, it's kind of seemed like a, I shouldn't be doing that. Have a magazine and having the brand that's mostly featured in the mag. But anyway, I did it. It's fine. Yeah. Look at me now. Rich. Um, well, that gets to my next question, which is true or false, Cranny got on Creature because of a concussion interview. Absolutely true. Yeah. Absolutely true. That was a sick fucking interview. <laughs> and I think he had a part in, um, we made a couple of videos. I think maybe he was in Damaged. Was he? Or Amnesia. Amnesia was the first video. I think it was Amnesia. He had a part. And it was basically the stuff they filmed for his interview was in that part. Because he was on Black Label or something before that? He was labeled before that. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, oh, this dude's so sick. And he came up with Hewitt and Navs. And it was insane. Like, those three together at that uh, time was, like, the funniest. Yeah. They mostly just hung out in the parking lot in the van. Uh-huh. They were just, like, smoking weed and laughing, the, just hanging out in the van. People were coming in, going to lunch, coming uh, in, yeah. going out, and they were just hanging in the van. I was like, these dudes are the raddest. It's like fast times. Yeah, I have to be part of this. Hmm. Um, but that's when Nabs came up to kind of, like, pitch it. Like, we we talk, I talked to NHS dudes about it, and they were like, oh, that's funny, because Navarette's talking about doing that, too. And I'm like, no way. Wait, so, this was separate, or completely you knew separate. Nabs? Completely separate. Did you know Navs? I met him a couple times, like, at Strawberry and stuff, like, a couple of those contests. Oh, I yeah. met him just because we did the mag, and... Like, you know, it was like, I, we, you know, we didn't really hang out. I saw him a couple of times and then he came up and we like talked about it. I swear we talked about it for like 30 minutes less. And we're like, let's do it. Like it just, we both had exactly kind of the same idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Cranny, Cranny was on. Oh. Yeah. Backtrack a little. Let's go back. I, I'm, a, I'm a little confused. So you, you, you started working at NHS at first, and then you pitched them the idea of Creature, or you started working there so, at Creature? Okay, so I worked at Sessions, <clears throat> started Concussion, got a job at NHS, I think it was 90, 98. Wow. I've been there for 20 years. Same. It's fucked up. Me too. There's 20 years of Schmitty this year. Talking Schmitty. Yeah, we had to. <sighs> Okay, so I uh, so I started working there, and back then, like, you didn't do a brand if you're in the arts department; you just worked on everything, right? And I was working on like, you know, what I was working on all kinds of stuff, and I didn't I didn't really know at all what I was doing. Like, I didn't know photo- I fully got hired under a lie that I knew Photoshop and Illustrator. Oh, and as I was doing concussion, and as I was working at NHS, I had to learn those programs. So it was like this quick starter into like, yeah, be a do it you know uh-huh so i um worked on a bunch of different brands i did santa cruz for a long time okay i worked santa cruz snowboards for a long time what was your first graphic do you remember my first skateboard graphic yeah did you did you make one i did but it wasn't for nhs oh you want to see it sure i just moved so that's why i have it this is jesse Pia's no consolidated way. graphic right here that's it. it's like a celtic weird dragon yeah 
before I was even before I got a job at Sessions or before any of that shit, I would just go hang out at Consolidated all the time. Hmm. Back in you know, back in well, the day, back, back when in, they had a team. Dude, I mean, I'm yeah. saying, I'm saying back when they had Moish. Moish Brenham was like the most f- incredible man. Would just like be like, yeah, come in. Yeah, I don't know, go over there and draw. And I'd be like, and maybe it was a way of him like creating like a small stable of sweatshop kids that would just turn out drawings for him. Right. But it was so sick. You just go. I mean, you could go there and put together hardware. You could go do whatever you want. They just had kids doing stuff all day, and like dudes are rolling in. You know, Steve Size just rolling in. You know, like they all had the his ramp OG. At the time or no? It was before that. Oh. And uh, so I would just be trying to draw graphics for Moish all the time. You know, and I would I would say that I was never a great illustrator. But I would just keep trying super hard, you know? And so he finally let me this Jesse Pia's probably the single greatest moment of my life to actually get boards that I drew. Uh-huh. But uh, so, yeah, then I went to. Do you have long that board? Story long, th- this board right here? Yeah. No, I just have the OG illustration. Uh-huh. They, Moish gave me like 10 of them, too. I mean, it was so long ago that I just. At the time, you don't think like, oh, hold one. No, and I can't collect anything because I have kids and they just always fuck my shit up. Except for this Neil Blender GNS. If you can't collect that, I know a guy named Greg that can. <laughs> and his initials are GNS. Well, that, now that I have this zone, <laughs> this is like the first time in so long that I've had a zone. So I'm like, I'm going to put up all my stuff. You oh. know, like. Um, I, I need that board. Shout out to GNS. Um, if you're listening, shout out Neil Blender, any color. I'm no, down. This is the new shape too. It's pretty sick, but it's not. It's a reissue. Yeah. So NHS, NHS, Navs, Acid, Whippets, um, and then the Creech, and then Creech. I uh, so Navs and I talked about it. Um, we were like, we're gonna get serious about it. He came up again. He came up with Preston, and uh, we went to Brady's Yacht Club, the three of us. How cool. I think it was at like four in the afternoon. I've been there. You've been there? Oh, yeah. I know. A couple people are familiar with that place. It's got a good bloody Mary Schmidt. (laughs) This is old Schmidt's. Come on. Old Schmidt's, Dane. (laughs) Um, Yeah, true. uh, So we went there, and I was just like, okay, we'll get that contract going. And I just got this bar napkin, and we just filled this napkin out with what we knew to be the truths of what we were about to make. And no, nobody owned anything. And if anybody got crazy, then it had to, you know, everything had to be on the level. And I signed it and Nav signed it and Preston signed it. And that was like the beginning Whoa. of the whole thing. How cool. I didn't know it's that. It's pretty crazy to think about that, you know. And then you guys went and had a meeting with Novak or... Well, I mean, I had like I pitched him like tons of shit before that, and I mean, it was to me it was kind of no brainer. Like after doing concussion for so long, like I knew exactly what we were making. There was what no year was question. that when we brought it back? Yeah, two thousand four, because it originated. Do you know when? Ninety five to ninety nine. So okay, yeah, and then and that the was o- Russ Pope, and and, and the yeah. only original was Navs that came that started. And then we were like, like the original ones was Chet Navs, maybe Barker, Barker, and uh, Chad Fernandez. Oh, Doug Shoemaker. Uh, none of those guys were in the relaunch, right? No, the only guys in the relaunch were uh, Al Partnin. Oh, I think he was writing for Dogtown at the time, yep. and then um, Hits, and he was writing for New Order. Oh, sick. Yeah, and I was like, "There's no way we're gonna get him." 
there's no way we could get these guys off Dogtown and New because New York just I was sick, you know, yeah. like, and they were doing exactly. But I don't I don't know how we talked them into it, but yeah, so we brought it back with, and then right maybe like six or eight months after Josh Perkins, John Ponce. Shout out. Shout out. Little David Gravette. I was there when we met Gravette. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was insane. And like no one knew he could skate street. It Dude. was like a skate park local ripper. <clears throat> and then all of a sudden, wait, this guy can 50, 50, 40 stair handrails? Yeah. Oh. There was a dude, there was an NHS rep named John Crouch from the Northwest. And he was like, there was some sales meeting. And he was like, oh, I got, I got your guy. I got your guy. I got this other guy too for Santa Cruz. And he played the tape. And the first guy for Creature was Vince DeVal. Hmm. He's like, this dude's so Creature. And then he's like, I'm going to pitch this other guy to, to Santa Cruz. And it was Gravette. Oh. And I was like, no fucking way you're pitching that dude to Santa Cruz. He's riding, he's riding for Creature. Like, you could tell the kid was so good. And when I called him, he was like riding for a, some Florida board company. I'd never heard of it. And he was, and I was like, yeah, man, like, I want you to ride for Creature. And he was like, I don't know. He's, I'm pre- he's such a loyal kid. You know, he's like, no, yeah. I'm riding for this company in Florida. Like, I can't really. And he'd never heard of Creature. Like, he didn't know, you know. And he eventually did it. But Huh. Yeah. So that was sort of the beginning of that. Is there any more cranny questions? Let's do a cranny question that's off, off the beaten path for a second. Wait a minute. You're not even going to believe this. Cranny just called in. Whoa, 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 whoa. Calling in for a cranny question. Cranny uh, question coming in. This is crazy you're calling me right now. I'm on talking Schmidt right now. I'm on talking Schmidt. Think we lost him. Uh, Let's take another call from line two. Uh, Who do we got here? Hi, it's Jason. Jesse, hi. Um, Who's your favorite skateboarder that wrote for Santa Cruz besides Steve Olson? And how long have you worked at NHS? And... You have you ever flown with Tim Pimarta on an airplane? <laughs> <laughs> I have never flown with Tim Pimarta on an airplane. No, that sounds frightening to me. He's like a really nervous guy. Who uh, is it? Tim Pimarta. I think he made up. He's like the inventor of NHS. He's been there. Oh, I've been there twenty years. He's probably been there. <laughs> 80 years before Novak and Houghton. I think he made up urethane. I swear to God, like, I don't know what he did. He made up all the things that you'd like trip on, you know, that would be be like, oh, foam deck. Yeah. You know, or Newwood. Do you remember Newwood? Those Mm. composite boards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the Midwest, if you skated them, they would explode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Light for vert, but not made for street. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um... What was the other question? I was at NH- Well, hello, Jason. Who, who's your favorite skateboarder? Who's your favorite Santa Cruz skateboarder besides Steve Olson? Oh, man. So tough. Because it'd probably be Jason. Oh. Um, you know who I'm going to say? I'm going to say Tim Brosh. Wow. Sorry, Jason. We tried. I mean, Jason, yeah, of course it's you, but I can't tell you that it's you. You know, you're obviously you're one of my favorite dudes, but you're my bro. Like, I can't have my hands in your pants i want i would if i'm gonna pick somebody different that i was uh had a close connection with that i was like dude and that dude fucking rips is tim fucking r.i.p great guy because when i was working at sessions actually too what i w- did over there was i did Esty, which was saul and tim's clothing brand over there do you remember Esty? yeah e-s-t-e yeah tim always had those stickers so i would i was working for those guys because they didn't have anybody there that really rode a skateboard initially 
You know, so they were like, oh, how cool. This dude kind of does art. Oh, sick. And he, and he likes to skateboard. Well, maybe yeah. he's the guy. So, um, I mean, they ended up getting more dudes that would ride skateboards after that. But um, that's how it saw on Tim. But Tim is like killer vibes. Always the nicest For dude sure. out, you know. Yeah. Um, but that's my wild card. But it's Jason and Olsen. Okay. And Jeff Grosso is obviously the fucking best, too. And Peter Hewitt. Right. <laughs> How many riders do you think have ridden for Santa Cruz over the 300 years that they've been around? Like Tony Two. Oh, yeah. Um, just like Stacy Lowry. I saw so many. I mean, I did graphics for those dudes too because I did Santa Cruz. Namba. Namba. <laughs> Spidey. Back in Namba <laughs> times. We used to skate the Kennedy Warehouse and we would pull up and you could hear the fucking tail smacking on the spine going over and you knew jj rogers was there so it was louder than any like wade too but jj would just that was his trick was how loud he could make his spine transfer everyone else is working on like shove it or fakey rock or whatever and he's just like skack like yeah so fucking loud yes that rolls um speaking of creature have you what's the most you've ever been afraid <laughs> the most i've ever been afraid yeah because creatures known to be spooky it's spooky right yeah, you know when i was the most afraid um the most afraid i ever was was um downtown showdown the first one ever oh and i've and i designed this obstacle and it was like this helmet and it had a fucking tunnel fuck and i was like this is this I was like, I never designed anything that big, you know? And I was like, this obstacle is the sickest thing I've ever seen. And it forced you to go through the tunnel, hit the quarter pipe and then come back or a bank. It was a bank, flat bank. And then you could roll back towards the helmet and launch it. But the only way you could launch it is if you went through the tunnel, hit the bank and came out the other side. Right. Goddamn Omar Hassan shoots through the thing, comes out. His whole brains are out on the sidewalk. I saw his whole head open. Fuck. I saw it open and be white, you know, white before it bleeds. That was so gnarly. And I was like. I saw the video. I was like, who's better than Omar? Who's been doing it longer than Omar? Like, really? He's the man. I'm such a fan of Omar. And I I also like to party with him. I mean, now that we're down the line. I like to listen to him rap, if I'm going to be honest. Who's the best? We got Angel on the left. We got Preston even more after. Because you know he ain't left. We got fucking Tony. We got bitches and baloney. We got that shit. What's up with that ass? And you know what's up? We don't talk trash. We like it. Because you know we never stop. Because you know we just drop. But he came out and I was like, oh my God, we just killed Omar. This obstacle that I made just scalped Omar because he, he stuck his head up, I guess. He came up too early and hit the two by four right on his dome. Yeah, fuck. And it was like, what? It was like 2,000 stitches, like internally and out, outside of it. And I would, dude, I would, that was the most scared I've ever been in my whole life because I, um, I thought I killed Omar. It turned out fine. But downtown showdowns, they had a way of like things happening there. Yeah. You know? For sure. That were pretty unusual. I know. I didn't go that one. I went to the one either the year before or after, but I saw that video and I was like, oh. we, Chris Gentry made a rap about it. Cruising to get loose, rolling hard on this bomb. I bruised and scarred up. Call me Omar Hassan. Holy, is that real? Yeah. Oh, uh, that was great. Do you have a favorite year? For wine or? No, just favorite. a lifetime. Because a lot of us in uh, the circle I run with, 
Yeah. We like to say 2015, <laughs> the year of the OJ show. <laughs> you know, that might actually, I, I could go for 2015. I swear, though, from like, it's maybe a chunk of years from like 2011 to 2015 where I felt like anything went. You yeah. could, you could, like, we were doing stuff, like, there, it yeah. was just like fun and. There was no time clock. There was no big time clock and like. Nobody was yelling at me if Creature was doing bad because he was doing pretty good. And like, no really, four meetings a day. No, no four meetings a day and not, no so much like evaluation. And back then, like, you, I used to make like the dumbest shit. Like, we made those tents. We made oh, yeah. coolers with speakers in them. We yeah, made, what was your favorite trinket that you've made? Oh, man. Because you've made so a lot. So many, so many. I was thinking about that. The tents were epic. I remember we went on a campy trip and every fucker had a tent and a sleeping bag. Right? It was like creature represent. It was no, so sick. And those sleeping bags, because they were black. <laughs> if you were in the sun at all, You're done. it would just cook. You wake up just sweating yeah. to death. I saw so many dudes just wake up wrapped up in it, not it over them at all. And then when we went to Hawaii, Cranny took one, but it was like two, it was like a kid one or something. So like half of his body was out. It was so sick. Yeah. I mean, those are the, that was yeah. the best shit. Like I creatively, I felt like, oh, I could do whatever I want, you know? And, uh, and some of it worked and some of it doesn't. Like now you can't even make, I killed accessories for NHS. They're like, we can't. No if more it, accessories? Well, I mean, there's they still hey, make them. exclusive talking Schmidt. Talkin no Schmidt. more accessories in NHS. They're making accessories, but they have to be, it can't be something that's going to cost you eight bucks to make. Like, uh-huh. I, was, I was doing stuff that they were like, oh, that's way too expensive. And I'd be like, no, it's, you don't even get it. It's yeah. a cool floaty and a hammock. Right. And a sleep, they go and together. And a beer pong. Yeah. 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 So, um, so now it's just more so now traditional. It's like air fresheners keychains the enamel pin mm. you know but you're not gonna get you know lighters yeah maybe a lighter yeah you know but you don't get like like a swiss army knife <laughs> that turns into a fucking machete <laughs> <laughs> no you don't get that yeah absolutely not um but, but those are my favorite years for sure let, let's talk about the early uh oj show let's talk about the oj show's origin story you know i really feel like that's when we we were able to connect right more so we like we worked together we were, like, i had seen you at some video premieres where like in the creature like i met you at navs and stuff right. a few times i think i feel like maybe one of the first times that we met i was thinking about this on the drive over was like maybe the premiere where it was at the drive-ins or had we known each other before that well i mean you're a man of heavy lore you know, like well, Sh- Schmidt Sticks was known. The w- everybody was like, "Oh, Schmitty, Schmitty," and I was like, "This dude's got to be the best, man!" Like all my favorite dudes were like, "This dude's the shit." Sorry to disappoint. Well, you do what you do. I, I'm just likewise. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, when we start, when you and Jason and myself started talking about doing the OJ show, because I kind of kind of did a b- big relaunch of OJ too. It was like the perfect worlds collide it yeah for the best man I and mean, it was kind of like what you were just talking about where it was like i don't know let's just do it like yeah there's no meetings like it's whatever it's free range like and I, i'm not exactly sure because someone was asking me but i want to say you probably remember we were all together and we're like let's just figure this out and somehow we went to like 
you might have made a call or someone made a call and we ended up at like not a junkyard but like some place where there was hella TVs yeah. <laughs> and there was stacks of them and we went in and we talked them into like hey we're doing this and that, that, that and we'll send you some hoodies and the guy was like a skateboarder and he's like take three TVs it's weird sometimes when you're with a certain group of people I think you get this feeling like you're invisible and when we went to that place I remember thinking like we're going to go grab two TVs and we're just going to walk out with them. Because they had, remember it was like pallets of yes. TVs. There's was a million TVs. Yeah. All different eras. And we were like, which one should we get the? Yeah. <laughs> and we just backed in. Remember, we didn't even talk to anybody. We just backed <laughs> into the place and we're like, we're taking a TV. We're grabbing the TV. Yeah. And uh, this lady's like, hey, what are you guys doing? And we're like, what? Oh, nothing. Uh, uh, we're from. And then Jason came out. Right. And that kid was like, oh, dog. Like that. Yeah. And he had a creature hoodie on at the time. And we were like, oh, dude, this is what we're doing. He's like, oh, take whatever you want. And it yeah. was on, you know. Uh-huh. And I think that happened to us a lot. Right. Like we'd be doing we, whatever. We went into the bar to do like, we did like, I want to say at least 10 different like background drops for the TV in one afternoon. Like we went to homie's backyard in the pool. Yeah. We went to the <laughs> bar. We went to the skate shop or the skate park and Cranny did the backsmith over yeah. it. Like we went to the boardwalk. Like we had a mission. Like we were focused. Kinda. <laughs> no, I mean, we were working. Yeah. It's not like we weren't working. I remember if it, it's funny if when I look back on it to see that that pool shot because it's that got that bottle of Henny uh-huh. on top of the TV because yeah. Cranny bought that bottle of Henny for no good reason. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. Give me some Henny. And the, yeah. the duck just comes cruising through. God, it was the best. Yeah, it was such good times, man. I think it was like su- the all that stuff, the coolest part is when it's just organic. Like you're not trying yeah. to uh, have four meetings about it and know what your return on your investment is going to be of shooting something. You're just like, boop, boop. You know, you're just shooting it. Absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes micromanagement can kill creativity, believe it or not. Micromanagement. Shout out. Yes. Hold on. Live, live from Mexico. Kids, you aren't going to believe this. This is a first time caller. First time caller. Who do we got on the phone? Ladies and gentlemen. What? Sauce man. All ages calling from Nayarit, Mexico. (laughs) Senator Alan Cranston. Cranny. Cranny. How you doing there, babe? How you doing, babe? I'm good. Just kicking it with some mezcal. You You got a question for our guest, Lee Sharon? Well, yeah. Wait, are you with him right now? Yeah, we're live on the air, babe. We're live. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we are live, babe. True story. Wow. Oh, yeah. I'm in a fucking uh, Amtrak right now, like passenger car. <laughs> uh, shit, yeah, fuck. Well, I'm on I'm on fucking Mezcal right now, so I might, my questioning might not be as fucking clean as it should be. But, uh, yeah, okay, let's see. Well, don't talk, don't talk I, about acid because we already covered that. Covered acid. Okay, cover that section. No worries. Well, what about whip it? Covered it. Covered whip um, it. Okay, okay, check it out. Anyways, let's go back to the, um, I don't know, uh, the OJ show. The Her- times of past, of the third golden era of OJ. You just um, made into our set. Perfect. Huge. Really? Okay, yeah. radical. Those are the times. Those are great times. Um, did you ever think you'd fucking fill a TV up with mayonnaise, with 15 gallons of mayonnaise, and blow it up with dynamite, and then launch or did you ever fathom you would launch mayonnaise out 
about a shovel into one of your homies' face? I never when when I went and bought. 10 gallons of mayonnaise, it was like a personal high for me. <laughs> like get, getting to, to check out and being like, yeah, I want all this mayonnaise. Like, oh, wow. this is going to be the greatest picnic. <laughs> I'm not sure how many people in life, like in the history of human life, have blown 15 gallons of mayonnaise up instead of a TV. I don't think, I think we made it the first. <laughs> That's guaranteed. I looked at Guinness Book of, Guinness Book of World Records, says the OJ show. Most well, most mayonnaise ever blown up. Guaranteed. And that, that being said, we could, that would have never came to the fruition of anyone's minds if it wasn't for Michael Powers, the Michael man, Jason Jesse. Oh, amen. I, amen. I mean, the whole OJ show, so much of it was just Jason being Jason and us like enthusiasming his whole vibe like let's do what just do it you yeah. like it was a yeah. go yeah it know? kind of should have been called the jason jesse show true uh people said that people said that yeah. but who gives a fuck i mean yeah of course he had fucking his personality embodies pure unadulterated fun at all times and excitement and shit so wait check like, us out check yeah, us out that, that, that like bled through the show i love that fucking show that was that was so much fun working on that shit with you guys man i miss you guys can I get a tap? We need a tap. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got I got a question for uh, Lee while you're on the air, so you can hear the answer, though. Okay. Who's hung up on who more, you or Navs? He hasn't really hung up on me. <laughs> I have never. I don't think I hung up on him either. Really? Really? Right. Once he maybe hung up on me. I don't know that I ever hung up on. Huh? Guaranteed been a hang up or five. I don't. I, I maybe blocked him out. I can remember maybe one or two times, maybe, but I don't. Yeah, uh, okay, you're right. You're right. I don't know. Maybe. Hey, I got a quick one before I blow it the whole fucking show and, and start boring people. But um, hey, Lee, I spent a lot of time in San Francisco, and we spent a lot of time on the stool at Brady's uh, and off the stool. But That's true. Not in the bar right after we left, but what, who's your favorite character? There, out of all the fucking lackeys there. Oh, man. Best worst. Best worst. Best worst. Okay, be there's two. I have two. Number one is Reeves, who wears no shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Never yeah, wears a his shirt. Nipple, his nipple. He, he's made of leather. He's fucking, he's uh, 60 years old. He's And he's a mess. He's my first. Right on. Second one, hold on, TC. You know the uh, the worst dude ever. I think he uh, his teeth are always chattering. He's only got four teeth, and they're always chattering. Oh, oh, fuck yeah, 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 yeah. Dude's got like a beet red face from working construction for forty years doing blow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Exactly. Exactly. Hold on, I have a quick question for you. True or false question? Okay. Two. It's a two part question. True or false question? Have you ever? had your own personalized jacket made that said Senator Cranston embroidered on it. <laughs> true or false? True. I, I just true. found I it. I thought about that the other day. Just found it two days ago. Liar. Swear. <laughs> Dude, I thought I, I thought I left that at fucking nerd's house. No, I didn't even, I couldn't even believe I found it. It was like I unearthed this like... Thing. I, maybe need that. I think I might need that thing back. 
I kind of think you might actually need it too. I was actually going to send it to you or frame it. I didn't even know what to do about it. That, hey, dude, that was like <laughs> that was like my second most, if not first, probably second most gnarly stalker moment. Not stalker, but and I'm sorry if, if this person is listening, but that was awesome of the person to do. But ooh, kind of scary. Scary. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, clown face. Appreciate that <laughs> gesture. Okay, go ahead. One piece of advice for uh, the current OJ team manager. Uh, come on. It's love for everybody. I got big love for everybody except for the dude whose beard stinks. Thanks for calling, baby. First time ever caller. First time ever caller. For for the reels. Huge. And the two of them are my best friends, man. I love you guys tough. Thanks for having me online. That was a random call in. I'm hyped. Love you, sauce man. Mezcal for por vida. Um, te cuidas. Um, te, te extraño. Y mucho gusto haberle conocido. Y hasta whoa, la vista, whoa. boy. All right, that was wild, kid. Wild. Only on Tuck and Schmidt. Love Sauce Man. I'm going to have to read some advertising right now. I think you might have to. All right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is David Gravett, and you're listening to Talkin' Schmidt. Hey, it's Corey at Blue Plate, 3218 Mission Street. Come see us. Meatloaf, fried chicken, deviled eggs, Dollar Olympia beers. We're here every day of the week. We got a garden, and we got smiles on our faces. Come let us make you happy. All right, hopefully you're still out there. Sorry to bore you with that uh, advertisement ramp, but I got to get a little cheese on my burger. Get that cheese, Plur. But we're back, Plur. Plur, Plur. How's Plur doing? I heard he's, is he got a chick in Copenhagen or something? He's got a full-time girlfriend in Copenhagen. She's here right now, actually. They've been going on and off. Like, he goes there, she comes here. Nice. It's pretty serious. Is he speaking the language at all? He knows some stuff. No way. Yeah. I mean, this is this is a big deal. It seems like could be a daft love affair. Player could not be playing. Could maybe not playing. <laughs> wow. Maybe out the game. If you could bring back one dude from all the dudes that have gone through the creature world, who do you miss the most? You know who was really... Well, I miss Josh Perkins, obviously. Right. That dude's so real. And yeah. I, Ponce... Like, I'll love Ponce till I fucking die. That dude's the best. He's let me tattoo him in ways that were completely uncool and like like no stencil, just carving on his leg, you know. Right. I think maybe I tattooed him on. I may have been on acid too. I ta- I tattooed Pisto on acid actually. Oh, it was supposed to be a crushed can, but it ended up looking kind of like a peanut. I remember that. Yeah, well. yeah. Um, but probably Perkins not, is a good one. Perkins, and then also Drew Potter. Oh yeah, Drew Potter. I forgot about Drew. Yeah. We went to Orcas Island with Perkins. I think, yeah, it was Perkins. 
and he broke his ankle. Oh. And he walked yeah. all the way in. I don't know if people have been to the Orcas campsite, but it's not just a parking camp. You you hike out to this spot. And he hiked all the way out there and all the way back with this bro- and had a great time, didn't complain, didn't he was just like fuck it. He was such a savage. Yeah, it was re- such a goddamn savage. Like that. And he still is. I I I see you on Instagram, Josh Perkins. Miss you, bro. Miss you. Um, speaking of tattoos, what's the best worst tattoo you have? That I personally have? Yeah. Can I ask you to pick pick one in this area? You pick one here. <laughs> hey, this is right here. Oh, they're all in the same zone? Why wouldn't these are definitely all like my, my, my space worst. hashtag is pretty up there. Art department in red. Um, this is a piece on tat right here. Well, then that can't be the worst. No, best. I don't know, loser. This one right here, the entire uh, creature team did. Is that did a last cassette? Video. Yeah, it's supposed to be video cassette, but everybody's just like kind of drunk and like just carving on my leg. But like a six man, there's a gangbang right there. Six man tattoo. What's the worst one you've given to someone? Ooh. Um, well, Peace Stones wasn't great. Um, I would say, uh, I would say when I tat, I tattooed Gravette on acid, and I was like, oh, oh man, I'm gonna. <laughs> I was like, this thing's gonna be so sick. I'm gonna put up all these trees, and he wanted this lamb to be sort of walking down this path with breakfast sandwiches and cans in its wake, like it it had been walking down this path, and there were breakfast sandwiches and cans. And I was like, got it, you know, and <laughs> no stencil, no nothing on acid Thought I could pull it. And, um, in, I've actually tattooed that same spot a few times since like trying to fix it. Cause I don't even know, like my pieces of bacon are just like weird squiggle marks. But at the time I was like, I could be pro yeah. at this, you know, I mean, don't do acid kids. That's what I would say. Probably. Oh my God. <laughs> Probably those are two of the worst. He also, Gravette wanted me one time, and he's like, oh, look at this guy, like, tattoo in my scab. And I'm like, oh, it's so gross. Ta- just, I tattooed this, like, weed leaf in his, like, open wound. Just a lot of bad decisions, you know? Tattooing mm. is really open for, like, making a lot of bad decisions. I've heard that. I think I've gotten better. Okay. A little, you know? As only you can if you do things more than ten times, I guess. So let's get to present day. Uh it's not creature Lee anymore. It's NHS Lee. Naz has always said that. I always say I'm NH Lee. And, I uh, like NHS Lee. Slee. NHS Lee. I'm doing, uh, I'm kind of working for all the brands now, just working on some like special projects. We kind of meet with those dudes, me and the other guy that I creative direct with, Mark Widman, who also was the indie art director for years we kind of just work together and whatever brands need we kind of just step in and you know between the two of us we got like 40 years at that place so it's anything that needs to get done we can definitely handle so is mark the one that did the museum he did yeah yeah dude's gnarly pretty much my gay working husband i've been working next to that dude for like as long as i've been there 20 years so i think that makes us common law right married you know (sighs) Pretty in gnarly. some ports. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, probably the sickest thing that I think everybody should probably know, because they're going to find out about it soon anyways, is we're doing a, uh, putting together this uh, independent contest at Lincoln City, 20th anniversary of Lincoln City. Oh, shit. Rip Ride Rally. Right. Two-day contest. 
kind of a la the trifecta, but there's going to be like time trials and, nice. and we're going to have a, we're trying to do a barn session, like put bleachers at, into Red's place, do Red's. a big barn session. Whoa. Like, When's that? That's on uh, May 31st and June 1st. Oh. Yeah. Nice. That so sounds sick. Market calendar is going to be f- insane. Like all, all right. the current logistics looks pretty nuts. Rano. Rano. <laughs> I know the NDTM. You, you want to know how many miles I've had with Rano? Come on, Schmitty. God damn. Fucking love that man. Yeah. Love that man. sounds sick, though. I'll call. I got, I'm going to hit up Red tomorrow for uh, a camping spot. Hit him up. Give me that good spot, Red. Hang on, Schmitty. <laughs> Hey, I, oh, hold on. We got a podcast faux pas. Faux oh, podcast. Zip down. Yeah, zip her down zip with down. two men is not. Zip cool. down. Hey, is there any I'm beef good. between you and uh, Hits about um, the new shed? <laughs> Man, if he saw this shed, there would be. I think this shed's primo deluxe, except for his shed's a little more like conducive to like some heavy music playing and woodworking. Oh yeah, this is more of a more like a like a mountain chalet shed are you guys blader haters down here too <laughs> man that was a time you know like you don't even see a blader anymore nah it's all those fucking motorized skateboard scooters right? and the uniwheel what's that called dude the uniwheel is huge out here it's huge in sf too. no way dude they're those fucking dudes with the um gyro helmet and their fucking <laughs> remote control and their briefcase Going up hills 35 miles an hour looking at you like... I fucking hate those guys. I just want to throw a stick in them, and I also want to do a hollow meat montage with them. Have you ever seen that happen? Because I've never seen them eat shit. If anyone has footage of those dudes slamming, I think I might pay for it. Dude, I've never seen it. I want to see it so bad. I want a montage of it. I would pitch on any footage you could find of that, because... I, every time I see them, I'm like, why can't I haven't seen one fall? I, I just want to see one. And they don't shit. know what they're doing, and they're going no. fast. So that's why I'm like, how is there not, like, I know they eat shit, but it's like nobody's following them filming. God, you we know? need that footage. But we need Starbucks to go through all their fucking camera footage. And like, you know, like, there's got to be crazy shit. Calling all Schmidt heads. If you got that footage, send it in. <laughs> yes. Drop me, drop me a line. Um, and by the way, now that we're talking about that. If you're listening and you enjoy this program, please hit subscribe and also hit five star for the rating and uh, tell a friend because, you know, we'd like to be on the iTunes front page someday. I just That's subscribed this morning. Yes. Yeah. We got a new subscriber, kids. New subscriber. I'm in. Um, Come on. Who wouldn't? We're going to do a giveaway. The next 10 people to subscribe yes. win free epically trife mob grip tape that's oh, right kids man it's they don't make it anymore but i have boxes it's the grippiest oh it's the grippiest <laughs> the sticky icky <laughs> it's a grippy dicky. hey uh so i came up with this concept okay and i'm gonna give it to you okay but if you guys make millions of dollars on it I'm not going to do a contract, but I would like, a, like maybe later you could be like, Shmitty, here's a quick thousand or I don't clean know, thousand or like advertise on the cast. You're clean for clean thousand. But what do you think about this? You do a screaming hand Star Wars collab <laughs> and Darth Vader's <laughs> cutting off Luke's hand and the hand is the screaming hand. I mean, that's just begging to be done. How did they not do that? I don't know. I really don't know. How did they not do that? But you heard it here live. You heard it here first. Kids. I think they may have blown their opportunity. You know, like they can't. Can they come back to do that again? Why, why not? not? I mean, why not? Yeah. I mean, they've t- it's 
What? It's so perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. That's so weird. They never even. Is someone getting fired right now for not doing it? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Hold on. Let me check the website really quick. Huh? Looks, oh, like, looks like everybody's still there for right now. All right. Now we're going to do my new segment that might never happen again, but right. it's going to be first thing you think of when I say these names. Okay. All right. I saw this. I think I saw it on Ellen DeGeneres' show, maybe. I love Ellen. She's Did you see the Jamie Hart one? No. Ooh, watch that. Right. For real. Um, no, I was watching like Michelle Obama or something. Jamie Hart got called out for um, 20 years ago talking shit about lesbians. Oh, yeah. And then the queen of lesbians, Ellen DeGeneres, has him on his show and is like, no, this fool should host the Oscars. Yeah. I know him. He's rad. Yeah. That was 20 years ago. He's evolved. Hello, world. Hello. Don't hate the haters. Hate the game. Well, now's the time. time this is the haters day. Yeah. These days. They get what they want. Absolutely. All right. Well, we're gonna okay, just we're gonna go it. through a few random names. Let's do it. I'm gonna close my eyes. Is that cool uh, if I close my yeah, eyes? Yeah, I like it. Okay. Neil Blender, <sighs> the originator. Alex Horn, uh, phone charger. Uh, Mike Prosenko, <sighs> heavy style, heavy heavy styles. Every time I see a picture of Mike Prosenko, because I run across him, you know. Power style, yeah. Power stancing. Um, I have one for you. Okay, Bod Boyle, Slob Plant, oh. or Bod Boyle. 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 Okay, I have one more for you. Okay, Chevy Chase. I'm gonna say Fletch. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, back to you. Okay, Josh. 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 And we'll end it with that's right, kids. Mike Vallely. Oh, uh, you know, I think I just got a bad rap on that scene. You know, I, ha- I harbor no hard feelings towards Mike Vallely. You know, so in what? regards to yeah, said time, what happened there? This is how we're gonna. This is how we're wrapping it up right now. No, maybe. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, second, second downtown showdown. Uh, another time that I was like, oh, this is the sickest obstacle I ever thought. Like, I've made the thing out of paper when I made it. and was just like, this is going to be sick. Got there. Uh, I love Downtown Showdown as much as Omar almost died the time before. I was so hyped to see all the guys. We're partying. I'm not excessively. We're just, we're hanging. We're drinking some tecates. We're chilling. Um, the, it gets to our time and the obstacle. And it seemed like kind of a crazy time, actually, at that time, because I remember uh, Heavy Metal Chuck ended up colliding with Alex Olsen. Chuck was wearing a ski mask at the time, and they were both launching this pentagram at the same time. And uh, Chuck and Alex Olsen kind of exploded each other. It was just so much. It's kind of a tense feeling. You could feel this weird, tense feeling. So anyways, I was like, oh, it's, you know, it's it's our obstacle. I'm going to go bring this box of boards and shirts and stuff over to the crowd because there's a huge crowd there, you know? And I'm like, I'm just going to throw this stuff out. Like, I'm not going to go home with it. It's for all these people. There's a huge crowd. I'm going to throw it out to them. So I drag it over to the gate and I start tossing boards and tossing. People are like going crazy, like over here. Ah, like it was killer, you know? Yeah, I hear that. And I hear this, and I turn around and here's my, uh, you know, semi-childhood hero coming at me 
Like he, like I had just, you know, like uh, did something terrible, like shit on his lawn or something, you know? <laughs> Comes straight on in on me, whap, hits me. And I'm like, whoa. Like I'm, this is so surreal for me at the time. You know, like I, I don't, I'm not even entirely sure what's going on. Like Mike V just hit me in the face. And I, and I, he didn't, he, you know, I'm like still standing there. I didn't get like knocked down. So I look at him, I'm like, dude, what, what's up? And he's like, my wife and daughter out there, man, you f- throwing shit. You're going to, you throw something, you hit my family, I'll kill you. And I'm like, dude, I'm not trying to hurt your family. I had no, like I'm talking him through this, you know, I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Boom. Hits me again. Hits me again. And I'm like, what are you doing? Dude, like, what What are you doing? Like, I'm not even throwing anything anymore. He just hit me again, and then he left. And uh, and I get a few people, like, come over. Like, Al comes over, and then Navs comes over, and Dog Boy's there. And Dog Boy's like, dude, what happened? I just saw that shit. What happened? And I told him what happened. And uh, everybody's like, what? Like, everybody's just, like, stunned. You know, like, what? Why could... You know, to throw stuff out at a demo or a contest, it's not very, it's not an unusual thing. I wasn't throwing it in malice towards his family. I was just throwing stuff out to people so it wasn't the people in the front that would get the stuff. Yeah. And um, later on, it was like, Dog Boy's like, let's go find him. And I'm like, but not in that way. He's just like, let's go find him. And I'm like, that was kind of my first real long hangout with Dog Boy. And I'm like, dude, this is the nicest fucking dude. He's scary to me, but he's also the nicest dude out absolutely so we're just it's me and the it's me and all of the guys and we're just walking we're just cruising around the back lot of universal where they filmed all these mob movies and funny stuff and we're looking for mike v and i was just like what what is he even to this day to tell the story it's just like so surreal to me that like a guy that i grew up watching and your first board my first board (laughs) My first board, I'm driving to the airport with Jordan Tabayoyan in the morning and we were talking about first boards. And I was like, oh yeah, Mike V. Elephant, of course, first board. And then that happened that night and I was just like, God, so weird. But it's followed me, this lore of Mike V. Right. You know, which... Have you ever seen him or talked to him since then? No, uh uh-uh, no. Crazy. No. And to be honest, like I don't even know what I'd say or that he'd remember what I look like or... Right. You know, but hey, Mike V, seriously, we're cool. I'm fine. Okay. We're good. Yeah. If there's another <laughs> downtown showdown, I want, I'll probably, uh, I doubt there will be. Yeah. But I that'd be sick if they would. I don't know why they wouldn't. Yeah. It was a yeah. crazy one. The one I went to was insane. Rate this, rate this episode of your podcast from one to 10. Two? Well, four. I would say always five star. Okay. Because, <laughs> like, um, my current life, I'm only five star dude. That's what's up. Yeah. Have you ever been on a podcast before? It's my first time on a podcast. How How do you feel about it? I feel pretty good about it. Yeah. I mean, you, you're a pretty easy person to talk to. I think. Well, I don't, and we, you know, that's what my lady says. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, you know, it's pretty easy. Uh-huh. I don't know that I would, you know, like quit my job to be to go be on a podcast. I never really thought I had that much exciting like, stuff going on. What do you do for a living? I'm a podcast guest. <laughs> <laughs> Just go into that would be it. Hey, hey Bob, tonight, guess what? And you I could, only do them in my shed. You could take this job and shove it because I'm a podcast guest now. Holy I found my calling. Lee. Yeah. Sharon. Holy shit. Sharon. Oh, <laughs> wow. Thanks um, for having me. Are you in a band? I was in a band. You were in a band. I was in a band for a little while. I never played an instrument ever until I was 40. What was the name? Peer Pressure. 
Peer pressure. Peer pressure. Peer. Yeah. I like that, actually. Uh, Noah put one of our songs in the tour video, actually. Really? I told him not to, but he did anyways. But Oh, wow. But yeah, it was sick. Super fun. I, I'm always like interested in doing things that I don't have any idea what I'm doing. So it was like this experiment. And uh, it's cool. Like five-dude relationship situations. It's just like a bunch of yammering. It's fun. It's fine. Who would you like to hear... If you ever listen to our podcast, mm-hmm. after, besides the one that you're on, I was who thinking would about you like this. to be? Who would you like to see as a guest? I was actually thinking about this. I think Royce Nelson would be sick. Oh, okay. Um, and this is mainly just because of them as uh, NorCal, Shredders. NorCal fucking Bay Area power dudes. Yeah, uh, Chris Sen would be sick. I mean, there's so many. Who Who do you want next? Who are you looking at? Well, again, I, I'm really trying to get the pie chart to even out with the girls. So I'm looking at people like Alyssa Steamer. That's E-L-I-S-S-A-S-T-E-A-M-E-R. I heard she's not ready. She's not ready yet. Okay, um, Vanessa enough. Torres would be rad. Whoa. Um, Jessica I, Krause? I think Is that real? Chloe Savini would be good. Oh. She might she might be good. I'm a huge fan. Well, she dated Patrick O'Dell, yeah. who was the epically latered guy. Yeah. And then I did a blog called Epically Trife. So there's that weird like is it flattering or is it is it <laughs> annoying? We don't know. <laughs> I think Alyssa should come on. Alyssa's gonna come on, but she has Most to gangster. wait till she's waiting for Jason, actually. Oh. Yeah, so Jason Jesse, one of my best friends, mm-hmm. Alyssa Steamer, the other one of my best friends, mm-hmm. they're both like, well, you know. Have you ever menaged? Would you do three? Their people have been talking to my people, yeah. and I think that's what they're working on. It's a menage. It's like, we're going to do it together, but we're also going to wait to do it together <laughs> until the time is right. And yeah. after this one, the time has to be right. Yeah, I don't know. What you else, know what I mean? What so next be? next week, I think we're going to have Jason, Jesse, and Alyssa Steamer. <laughs> Heavy show. And and until show. and until then, let's uh, end with you taking right. us. God damn it. Thanks, Mitty. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, Thank you, Lee. When he's frozen, hands, putting it down on the street. They facing hands, be slamming the concrete. But they rose again to put the trick down sweet. In the hall of me, in the hall of me, you might lose your team, you might slam and bleed. In the hall of me, you might crack yourself, underestimate and sack yourself. In the hall of me, crawl in the feet, about to crawl in these streets. Now for stompeding cowards out and hauling some beef, knocking off a blunt switch just to drop off some teeth. You can speak that expensive but talking is cheap. Gotta get this meat bleeding, eating all I can eat. You ain't Gonna see a G squall in the feet When it comes to walking tall Y'all are mobbing the feast Increase my speed Cotton you ain't stopping this beast I'm wired to grind out And get the show on the road So a rider can find out The bold in the soul Desires to shine riding Cold as the snow in the fire line Like the cold as her fold I'm eating the concrete Faster raging in my eyes And greeting the pavement After blazing that what? Dagger style And that's the way I'm a ride
rocky missions Stopping grounds for my tour This block I'm kicking Getting pounded for sure Whatever it is, move I'm going hard in the paint And I ain't gotta be a teller To be carving these paints I'ma start at the top And now I'm charging my tank On the drop this gnarly That's the gnarliest day I'ma make it first take And you can suck it like a hickey Skateboarding ain't for push So tighten up your dickies I'm treating it like my chick When I'm trying to get a quickie Locking the code down, it's going down, and I ain't talking commodes. But once I hit the ground, I'm about to drop up a load. Season the magic havoc as these roads throw it at us. The baddest dudes on the block showing now who's the baddest. The type for going at it on sporadic automatic, annihilating an apparatus, psychopath status. Going hard on my sneakers for these champs skateboarding. Yes, avoiding four arm tweakers and face plant scorpions. I'm skating my ass off, I'm back on the tour again. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, please subscribe now on Anchor, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like this show, one of the best ways to show some love is to write up a review. I always appreciate to hear your thoughts and detailed reviews are the best way for people to discover us. Also, a big shout out to our executive director, Cheryl Camisa. Shout out. Love it!